Hello and welcome. I'm Uri. And I'm Rifki. And you're listening to Talking Tachlis, the podcast where we talk about Jewish life and life in general. Rifki, you sound very far away. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not in our incredible recording studio. Um, I missed, you know, a few episodes recently, and I'm going to continue to miss another one or two until uh, after the wedding. But I wanted to just hop in because I, I felt I felt weird. It's been so long. Well, it's definitely not the same without you. Yeah, but it looks like it's going pretty well. It is. We're we're. I'm holding up the fort. I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I th- well, I don't know. Well, what do you think? How do you think I'm doing? I think pretty good, actually. The last week's episode with Mikey, um, I was a little bit wary, and actually, you guys acknowledge this. I was a little bit wary about having another episode with, uh, with two men and no female voices. But I actually think you guys did a pretty good job. I really, really liked that you guys focused on a topic that I felt like I was learning something. I was hearing a different perspective because you guys really had an experience that I, it's not something that I can particularly relate to. Uh, but uh, like with the, the Keepa stuff you're yeah, talking exactly. about? Yeah, Talk, exactly. I actually uh-huh. had, a, there were a couple things that I, I felt like I wanted to know more. Like I was like, okay, but what about like other different types of Keepas? You know, there's all this, you know, uh-huh. uh, there's velvet and there's knit and there's all these right. things. Right. I was know? thinking about, we could have <laughs> spoken about that. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot we could have spoken about. And I was about. also yeah. thinking, um, and Uri, uh, just from, you know, from seeing you and having a relationship with you, I know that you don't, you know, when we're together, I never see tzitzis strings hanging out from under your shirt. Uh, tzitzis mm-hmm. are, of course, the the undershirts that many, especially Jewish men, some Jewish women, but it's obviously more common with men, similar to kippahs. Um, and some men wear with wear the strings out that are much more obvious to random people, and some wear them tucked in. And I was wondering sort of the overlap there of how conscious, if it was ever something that you sort of consciously decided, I'm not comfortable with this, I am comfortable with this, we went through different phases, I wanted there to be more talk. I was curious also to hear Mikey's perspective on that. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting point. Definitely the same concept of like a visible sign, an outward sign of a usually a man being Jewish. Uh, that's not how I was raised, and I was so it was just never something that I did. It was the kind of thing like when people you know like would flip out in Israel, as mm-hmm. they say. Uh, some of my friends started doing that. Um, it was never my thing. I guess you're you're a more private person. It's a really personal thing. A lot of these choices, and again, not choices that I have really ever consciously gone through. Well, it's a, it's that and it's also like a lot of these things, even like, well, because you, you mentioned that it is very interesting, the different uh, materials that a keeper can be made out of, like put you into different uh, categories or communities. Definitely. And, you know, slight differences that to an outsider might all look the same. To an insider, it's like delineating which where you come from, Israeli, American, more yeshivish, right. more modern. So with the tits, it's like to me, that was always like you're putting yourself in a certain category and I never felt like I was that that was me right if that so makes wait, sense. you were you were a knit keeper right uh that's what i wear i wear a black a black knitted knit keeper so that's me right now for yeah. me when i hear black knit keeper what i kind of think is okay zionist but you know not crazy <laughs> do you think do you think that's what you're going for or, or, uh maybe i also think it's it's like zionist but probably american oh interesting okay because is an israeli equivalent of me would most likely not be wearing a black knitted it would probably be a colored knitted it probably would be the circumference might be a little smaller <laughs> uh. okay i hear that but Uri, so the thing with the keepers though is i actually thought even though it was a great conversation between the two of you because it's not an experience that i can particularly relate to the experience of being a woman is, I think, sort of critical to the keep a voice. And this is where I think, um, not to say that you guys sort of messed up, it was just a missing voice in the conversation. Um, so 
the, there are a couple ways in which I sort of, I sort of felt that. The first one was, of course, um, as you kind of almost uh, alluded to as you were saying it, was comparing head coverings for men and women, sort of the comparison between women who wear kippahs versus women who cover their hair um, after mm-hmm. marriage. Um, and actually, you know what? Let me take a side note to just point out that a listener wrote in, her uh, first time right. writing in, her name's Carly, that, let me just read it out loud because I don't want to misquote her. She wrote, Hi, love the podcast. Just wanted to say that I don't think you're wrong necessarily that women who wear kippot might look down on or at the very least disagree with women who cover their hair, especially since you qualify that you know that it's an assumption. But I just wanted to throw it out there that I wear a kippah specifically to cover my hair as a married woman. And she went into some reasons for that. Um, but I just thought right. it was really cool because I feel like you don't see that overlap so much. I actually knew someone who was a friend of mine a few years ago who she on Shabbat wanted to feel like sort of a heightened sort of sense of spiritual connection. She felt a little bit weird wearing a kippah. So she would cover her hair with like a tichel, with like a midpacha, like a scarf uh-huh. on Shabbat. But she actually stopped because it made her boyfriend uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And sort of thinking through this whole thing, especially, and Uri, I kind of want to hear your perspective on this, but women wearing kippot and women wearing tzitzis, you know, I definitely have considered that for myself. You know, I would be sort of interested in this sort of a visual sign, you know, the way you and Mikey talked about, you kind of like it, you know, like I'd be interested in a visual sign of sort of feeling a, a heightened sense of connection to God. Maybe it would push me to do the right thing more often, you know, things like that can be really healthy. But I think that one of the reasons that I stop myself and one of the reasons I think many people who would potentially be interested in stop themselves is really because, and I, I hate to say, I hate to admit this about myself because I think men find it unattractive. I think men find uh-huh. it masculine and therefore women feel uncomfortable doing it. Uri, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, well, I mean, that's a lot to respond to. First of all, uh, I guess I'll start from, the, I'll go in order. Um, do you saying that we messed up by talking about, like, you know, women covering their hair? Like, I mean, that's really, you're falling into the trap of the whole first half of our episode where we were saying, like, there's, we felt there's nothing wrong with talking about a group or an experience that you personally don't have, as, especially if you qualify it. And I qualified myself like probably 15 times yeah. that this is not my experience and this is just my perception. And if you disagree with it, that's um, that's so great. I want to hear why you disagree or why you wait, think wait, I'm wrong. I'm not saying but to that, say was that a we problem. shouldn't have been able to wait, say no, 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 it. No, I'm definitely not saying there was a problem in you guys having that conversation. I'm just right. saying that there's a voice missing there, especially right. no, in the oh, particular okay. conversation about comparing kippahs for men and head coverings for women right. and comparing uh, kippahs for women and head coverings for married women, there's a missing sort of uh, group of acknowledging that there are women who aren't married who maybe want to cover their hair or that there are women who, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a whole Listen, sort of Listen, yeah, world for sure, for there. sure, yes. And I, I, I totally accept that. And I, when we got Carly's um, message on our Facebook page, I, was, I, I loved it. I thought it was so cool and interesting. And I was so happy that she she reached out to us, especially because neither of us know her personally. So that was also yeah. um, f- nice um, that she and if anything, I felt um, validated because, first of all, she was like really polite and nice about it. And she acknowledged that, yes, you're right. This is not the norm. Oh, 100%, this is pretty yeah. rare. But this is what I do. And I found that really fascinating and like great for her that that she found a practice and, you know, that she feels comfortable with and that means something to her. Like, I'm all for that. And I but again, I think it might be the exception that proves the rule not that this is a rule but just like the generalization in terms of what you said afterwards about like the male you know men finding it unattractive 
I'm not. I don't disagree with that. I th- but I think a lot of women would find it weird. Also, I don't think it's just like women would all be cool with it. But it's just because men wouldn't like it. Oh, I in think general, that's absolutely true. But that goes back to the yeah. "I Feel Pretty" episode. Like, I would posit that the whi- the reason oh, women, beca- women because yeah, exactly. they think men. Because there's a larger think, culture that we as women have sort of sort of right. bought into. Sort of the same way that if I walk around, you know, with legs that are completely unwaxed, women just as much as men, maybe even more so, are the ones who give me weird looks. Right. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I think sometimes these things are just unfortunate realities of of the world, and and you be kind of you know uh, people. And I said in the in the episode also when you when I see a woman wearing a kiba, my initial reaction is like, oh, that's weird. But then I tell myself, okay, I'm only it's only weird because I'm not used to seeing it, and it's and that doesn't it's not inherently weird. And the same thing here, like people don't people aren't comfortable, especially if, like let's say with their significant other. I would assume if they're doing something that makes them really stand out and get. On, like attention for something that could be perceived as weird. People get self-conscious about that. I understand it. I'm not saying it's ideal and it should be uh, that way, you know, but, and there's all, you know, the activists who are the first ones to do something are always taking the hit on, on that front. And right. then if more people do it, then eventually it becomes just more normal. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I think but that's true. If, I, but if you want to start wearing a kippa and sitsis, I promise Rifki, I will support you. I appreciate that. And I think <laughs> it's, it's interesting, but you know, at the same time, I go back to my friend who had been wearing a, a midpachat, a hair covering because she wanted to feel closer to God and that she mm-hmm. felt like she couldn't do that. And, you know, obviously, she loves her boyfriend. Now they're married. They have children. Like, you know, it's thank God it, they're in a very good place. This is not, you know, he, he was not a bad guy. Very, very good guy mm-hmm. and really loved her. But I just think that it's so sad that in her mind, it was sort of like, oh, I'm hurting my boyfriend or I don't get to be as close to God. Like the two options to me felt really sad. And I, I don't... I. I feel sad that in our world, yes, maybe things will change in 50 years, but right now we're living in a place where that balance is something that I think a lot of women, especially religious women, walk. Right. Well, I I appreciate that, and I appreciate your perspective on that. Thank you. Thanks so much for checking in. We all, you know, wish you Mazel Tov leading up to your wedding. And uh, we hope that pretty soon we'll be back in the regular flow of things back in the studio. Yeah, me too. But I'm really excited. We have some good co-hosts coming up. So I'm excited to hear what they bring to the table. And that's our mini show. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, we love to hear from you. Email us at TalkingTachasPodcast at gmail.com or contact us through our Facebook page, Talking Podcast. See you next time. Bye. Bye.